Okay. <laughs> Are you sure about this? <laughs> Are you sure this is a good you know, idea? I was thinking it'd be a good idea before you started walking up to the microphone. <laughs> no, I think it's best if we just... Yeah, I think it's best. <laughs> Are you <laughs> sure to leave a live dog in the room? <laughs> So, we're not all back in town, but we're all back in the United States. Simon, where have you been? I went to Italy for two weeks with my family. Ah, sounds like a rockin' and rickrollin' time. It's a, it's an, it's a place for sure. <laughs> <laughs> where did you go, Grant? I spent a week in Oregon, and then as soon as I came back, we had to get our house repiped. So our house has been a construction zone for the past week. Oof. And S Sam has just been here. I just sat. <laughs> I just sat in town doing work. Sam does have a job. It's more than I we can say. Once more, that I have a job. All right, so Simon, do you want to start telling stories first, or do you want me to start telling stories first? How do you want this to go? Uh, you can tell your stories first. Alright, so... Two weeks ago, uh, we spent a week driving from Bakersfield up to Oregon and then back down. So the first day we went to go see my grandfather, which is always nice because he lives so far away. And he refuses to move closer because he hates cities. So he lives just in the middle of nowhere. So we were up to see him, which is always nice. Then we drove up to Redding the second day because I got some pictures of me near the Shasta Dam because in my high school's engineering program uh, for uh, junior year we had a civil engineering course and the teacher from the civil engineering course was a massive fan of the Shasta Dam and would constantly talk about the Shasta Dam so between me and the friends I have from the engineering course the Shasta Dam was a massive joke so I just took a bunch of photos from there and sent it to all my friends and then after that we went all the way up to uh, Crater Lake in Oregon. Now, uh, Crater Lake is a volcano that is no longer a volcano. It's collapsed, and now it's just a massive lake. And there's an island in the middle of that lake called Wizard Island. And I was really excited to go to Wizard Island. But, so, California's been having like a drought for the past 10 years. And now, this year... The drought's like over and they had like above average snowfall so when we go there everything is snowed over so all the hiking trails are still have snow on them there's still like four feet of snow around the lodge the boat docks are completely covered in snow so we cannot go to wizard island so it was really disappointing because i was really excited to go to wizard island it was a test for you grant to see <laughs> if you were worthy to go to wizard island you're supposed to create your own path <laughs> of course I'm supposed to Worked my way through the hiking trails over to the boat docks to Wizard Island. No, but that was sad. So after that, we stayed in Oregon for a little while. The problem, problem with Oregon is that uh, the cell network for our phones is a California-based company. So it's like, as soon as we cross the border, I lose all cell service. And if we ever, like, leave a large city, there's just no cell service anywhere. Which is really annoying. Uh, what can you do so we spent just a while just in oregon and it's oregon there's just trees it's like northern california 
and then we started driving down the coast on the way back and on the way back we stopped in Arcata. It's by Humboldt. My friend went there for college. It's by Humboldt. Yeah. There's something about that which is just a nice coincidence. So we're in Arcata. We've just driven to this random Best Western and we're checking in. And like I'm like asleep because I we have been awake for like hours. Cause I was, I spent most of I spent most of the this of the week of my vacation editing the previous episode of this podcast. So by this time the podcast was done, but I hadn't slept in a while. And so I'm like asleep in the car, and my father like comes back and like wakes me up and is like, "Okay, the person at the front desk knows who you are. Can you go say hi to them?" So then I'm like, "Fuck." Because I'm, I'm awful with names. So I'm like, like, slow, just like quickly building like my mental list of names. Then like remember like who this person might be. It's like, ah, we're by Humboldt. Who do I know that goes to Humboldt? So I walk in there. You know, the reason I made this up is because both of you know her. Can you guess who I met? Who was the front desk person at a Best Western in Arcaida? Do either of you want to guess? Robin? It's not Robin. Robin goes to Fresno. What a loser. <laughs> now, we, we've known her for at least 12 years. Oh, that long. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, like, just high school. No, no, no. We've known her for 12 years. Uh, Samantha? <laughs> no, she just graduated from BC. How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> because my mom told me. <laughs> Why does your mom know that? My mom just knows these things. Like okay. she like follows them on like social media or whatever. That's just a little weird, but it is a little. Your weird. mom will keep up with your with your high school mates. <laughs> and I, you know, couldn't care less. Uh, Kara. It's not Kara. No, no Kara goes to CSUB. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. She used to live right near me. She used to live on the street across. Yeah, I saw her in the... Uh, I occasionally had classes with her specifically for the honors program. Okay. Who else? Can you name anyone else that went to our elementary school? <laughs> I even gave you their gender, which is a big... <laughs> which narrows it down quite a lot. Well, I don't remember everyone's <laughs> names. Uh, Autumn... <laughs> It's not Autumn. She's going to... Vivian. Going... No, Vivian's going to Berkeley. I think Autumn's going to UCLA. Oh, they're tryhards. They want to go to Humboldt. You're right. I didn't even realize Vivian went to Olive. Did she go to Olive? I didn't think so. <laughs> I, I actually don't think so did. either. <laughs> I have, like, every yearbook if Sam wants to go check. But that would require him unplugging his headphones. Do you guys want me to tell you? Yeah. Bad at this? Um, Same as one more guess. <laughs> I got one more. <laughs> did, I think Gracie went to Olive, right? Yes, she did. Yes, she did? Okay. Well, wasn't her. <laughs> judging by her answer, yeah. it's not her. <laughs> no. No. Do you guys remember Madison? Uh, remember the that name? That name rings a bell. the face. She remembered both of you guys, so I'm amazed you guys don't remember her at all. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that name since at least, like, middle school. Yeah, exactly. I hadn't spoken to her at all throughout high school. Well, I'll look at her picture later and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, she, I don't know if you guys thought you guys would remember her more. I was amazed that I remembered her name, because I'm awful with names. Nah, she remembered both of you guys very well. Uh, uh, she told me to tell you, Sam, that she's sorry for bullying you. What? <laughs> so, <laughs> she remembered Sam a lot. So, in third grade, Sam, do you remember not inviting her to your birthday party? <laughs> Damn, people were this petty. <laughs> so, so I brought you up because everyone has basically everyone has like one friend from elementary school they still know, and so I brought like you up, and she's like, oh, I remember Sam. He didn't invite me to his birthday party in third grade. <laughs> And she remembers specifically because you gave everyone else an invite and then you walked up to her and then you said, I don't have one for you. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. <laughs> and then <laughs> she said this, you said that uh, it made sense because she bullied you in third grade. So, <laughs> so she wanted to apologize to you for that. <laughs> I had to wait a whole week to tell you this and it took all my effort not to tell you this before now. <laughs> Huh. Third grade. <laughs> I can't even remember who my teacher was. <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> no, it's so funny. Nah, so we spent, like, because she was just the front man, and she was the front man until, like, 11 p.m., so we just, like, talked for, like, hours. <laughs> just about the people we used to know. Because she stays in contact with a few people, and I stayed in contact with a few people, but, like, very few overlap. So it was just a bunch of new information. <laughs> so now it's just hilarious, because it's, like, it's just a small world. It's really interesting just to meet someone. Like, I hadn't spoken to her, like, all of high school, so it's been, like, four years I was just not talking. We just run into each other at a Best Western, and, like... Just Arcata. It's the middle of fucking nowhere in Northern California. Exactly. It's funny how small the world is. Yeah. Also, you guys remember from high school Nicholas? No, I only remember Nick Haskell. Yeah, so there were two Nicholases. The other was Nick And he works at a McDonald's in Arcata. Wow. Why did everyone? Well, so. I yeah, Humble's pretty easy to get into, so I'm not surprised. No, he's work not there. going. He's not going to Humble. What? He's not going to Humboldt. He's going to the Arcata Community College. To get into Humboldt? Or just like... To... No, he wanted to get as far away from Bakersfield as possible. Fair enough. As soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. I can't blame him for that. Arcata's a good place to go for that, too. No, so that's... So that's the best story from vacation. And that's what, like... Just great. <laughs> and then... That was like the last day, because then we just drove all the way back to Bakersfield. And... There's just been construction in my house for a week. It's been whatever. I had to stay at Sam's for one night because they shut off our water for a while. But, you know. Another funny thing. So I come back from vacation, and then I get a letter in the mail. So, I mentioned in episode one that I worked at an architecture office. And it takes them a while to process paychecks. So they sent me my, uh, sent me my May paycheck this month. And also came with this letter that I'm now going to read, because it's funny and it made me mad. Okay, so, dear Grant Zelenka, we regret to inform you that your employment as a student assistant with the Document Resource Center at Kalpak Pomona has been terminated immediately. Enclosed is your final paycheck. 
which includes a total of 43 working hours during May 2019 until your last day of attendance. Wish you the best of luck in future endeavors. If you have any questions, please call. So I come back from vacation and I'm immediately fired. Wow. So I call my old boss and then she's like, yeah, uh, we've been planning to do this for a while and we just couldn't tell you until you got this letter. <laughs> they sent the letter on May 29th and I received it June 20th. So this was a month where I was definitely fired and I had no idea. But they've replaced all the student assistant positions with a full-time position, which really annoys me because it was a great job. Do you have any idea what you're going to do now? I've got no... Because I've got to find a new job. So I've got to find, like, a new job for, like, the rest of the year. Because now I have to pay rent somehow. Because now I won't have this source of income. And it's just really annoying. And I, it makes it makes sense. So I was working with three other people. Two of them graduated, one of them transferred to universities. So they'd have to hire three new students and then have someone train them. So it makes financial sense to hire a full-time person, but it's still just really annoying because now I've lost my job. And that's, I don't know, it just really sucks because now I don't have a source of income and I've got to find a way to pay rent. And they raised the price of my rent this year, so my rent's gone up and I've lost my job. I don't know, money's going to be tight this year. Yeah, it sounds like you're the only one that really suffered by this. Yeah, because I was the only one, I was the only student still working there, because the three other students had all um, left the university. That's brutal. Yeah, it's really annoying. It annoys me less, so the position, so I got the job because of my experience with AutoCAD. Do there be no AutoCAD, Autodesk, any of that stuff? No. no. You know what it is? Yeah. So it's... It's modeling software is the easiest way to describe it. Because, like, AutoCAD, Autodesk is, like, architecture modeling software for, like, buildings. And then Inventor is, like, 3D modeling. And Revit is, like, 3D modeling for buildings. It's a whole bunch of stuff that I have experience with thanks to high school. But the job is meant for architecture students. Because most city planning offices require, like, someone to know these programs. And it's just, like, a nice way to get experience before they enter the workforce. So... Yes, I'm annoyed because I lost my job, but it's also like, like, four architecture students a year are now not going to get like experience at school, which is just annoying. I I dislike replacing student assistant positions with full time positions, because like while it makes financial sense for the university, I like the idea of students getting work experience while still in school. Yeah, sometimes it isn't about the money. Yeah, it's just really annoying to me, but. What can I do? They're all about the money as they increase your rent. <laughs> There's probably a better job no. out there somewhere. I don't know. This was 16 bucks an hour, and that was perfect. So I could work 16 hours a week and pay all my rent, which was fantastic. So then this is a great job. I'm going to miss it. So my vacation, I've been fired. That's basically all my stories. <laughs> so, to Italy. Um, uh, to Italia. Alitalia. Um, I want to start, like, on the way to Italy. Because there was, like, a weird, like, I guess a little anecdote that I was like, okay. So, when we're... So, like, flying? No, this is an LAX. Because if we're LAX to Rome, because that's like the only international terminal, I guess, or like the only place that flies to LA in Italy. 
Like in the entire country. Is it not is it wait, wait, wait. Is it a non-stop LA to It's Rome? non-stop LA to Rome. It's twelve hours. That's that's a long flight. I'm used to, like, to it. I've like, done that like five times now. A twelve hour I hate long LAX to I, Europe. You get used to it. You just you're so fucking bourgeois. I know. Uh, I've flown to Europe I've so many times. I've just gotten used to the twelve-hour flights. Butler, Butler, please bring me my wine. <laughs> anyway, after sounding way more bougie than I really want to, <laughs> like I really do hate talking about like going to Europe because it makes me feel so bougie <laughs> when I really don't deserve it because I didn't like earn going to Europe. But whatever. <laughs> You yourself still have no yeah, money. Yeah, I have no money. I have no job. I've been out of a job since April. Was it April? Was it March? Around that time period. Um, Don't ask me. I'm not the one that fired you. <laughs> no, I quit. I beat them to the punch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, LAX, and we're going up to, like, the TSA to get, like, like throw our stuff in so the... Before you got on your private plane. Yeah, on our private jet made of solid <laughs> gold. Of course, of course. I, uh, like, me and my sister are, like, sort of in the front of the line. We're, like, ready to, like, get, like, pull out the bin and put all our stuff in it so they can th- run it through, like, the thing and then we go through the metal detector. Are your shoes, like, already off? Are you just ready to go, go, go? No, I'm, like, kind of, like, preparing myself to, like, put all my stuff in the bin. And in front of me, I see, like, a, a couple, like, fairly young Asian people. And, like, one's probably, like, around 14 and the other's, like, maybe 16, something like that. They look like brother and sister. And uh, the sister, like, goes, like, ahead, and the brother, like, kind of stands there for a minute, and, like, the guy, he's, like, yelling at everyone, like, get all your stuff out, put it in the bins, yada, yada, yada. And um, the kid, like, looks a little confused and, like, doesn't know, like, to go, and there's, like, a space for him to, like, start putting his stuff in the bin. And I see in his hand he's holding a Japanese passport, and I immediately thought, oh, Christ, they're just yelling at, like, this 14-year-old boy who doesn't speak English. This is kind of shitty. And, uh, like, we go through a little bit, and I, like look over and I see him like talking to like a security guard like a little bit ahead and I was like oh why am I worrying he can speak English apparently because I've got stories about the TSA so my family went to Washington DC about a year ago and because my father is uh, part of the Air National Guard we got to go through the military TSA which is so much more chill than the normal TSA and because of how my schedule worked out I had just finished working at a Boy Scout summer camp before going to DC so my bag still had a number of things that you aren't allowed to have on planes in it that I had forgot about. So during for the military TSA, yeah, you just throw your bags through an x-ray machine, you walk through the metal detector, and you're all good. But on the way back, our flight got canceled. Then we got transferred to another flight that then got canceled. And then we had to get another flight the next morning. But we didn't, we didn't do something where we didn't have the military TSA for this like third rescheduling of this flight. So we had to go through normal TSA. So they actually had to open my bag and search it. And then they also had to search me, like, which I hadn't had to do before. And in my bag, I not only had six lighters in my bag, I not only had two pocket knives in my bag, I not only had my letter opener in my bag, but I had multiple sandwiches in my bag, which they then made me open and prove to them that they were sandwiches. And then... (laughs) I had to walk through like a metal detector and then they had to pat me down and they had to pat down my hair quite a lot because my hair is rather poofy and they had to pat down 
just my hair to provide nothing in my hair. It was just, it was just so annoying because like it was like way more than I was used to, and they took away my knives, and that was sad. Yeah, one time when I went on a flight, I had a pocket knife with me, and they took it away, and I was pretty sad. Yeah. From was mine was like uh, I had a friend, um, I had a friend named Brett at the summer camp, and he had uh, he burned his name into the knife. I'm sad I lost it because like now it's just it's with a TSA somewhere. It was a nice heirloom. Oh, you know the TSA has a Instagram where they post uh, like stuff they take from people on it. That's mean. I don't like that at all. That's just rude. I do not approve. Big thumbs down. Yeah, they should just get rid of TSA. I think that every time, like when I go through TSA, I just think like, why is this still here? I don't know. I think it's from nine eleven. Okay, I know it is, but I think the reason that it's there is that the existence deters terrorists. Like the idea of that much security is enough to deter terrorists, even though they've been proved ineffective. I think like their presence itself prevents terrorism, just by having that much annoying security even if it is like not really effective because in like italy you have to go through like a special line just like if you're flying to america it's weird (laughs) i think they yeah they made us do that in uh paris too anyway we get to rome and rome well italy in general in the summer sucks it's like 90 and humid just the worst combination the uh so Bakersfield plus wet. Yeah, it's Bakersfield plus wet. It's like the worst. So the traffic is like, it's on like the fakey cobble roads and uh, there are no lines in the road. So pe- people just do whatever they want. So like you can just drive through like a plaza full of people and like narrow alleyways with like cafes like right up to like where the cars are supposed to be. And the people are like in between the cafes. It's, it's the craziest Stuff you'll see, guaranteed. That sounds very stress-inducing. It, it's stress-inducing to be in the car. Once you're out of it, you just like look at the car and you're like, hit me, I dare you. <laughs> but uh, my uh, first real story was uh, we went like up the way to get some gelato. And we came back and I finished my gelato. So I was looking for a place to throw it away because there's no like public trash cans. Well, there are like some, but like they don't care. There's like trash everywhere. But well, wouldn't like it yeah, wouldn't like public trash cans like ruin the atmosphere of this ancient city? Yeah, but there's also trash everywhere, so it, it kind of balances out, I guess. Oh, so. <laughs> and they're like the sewer is like cooking over, and you can like smell like the shit in the sewer. Wasn't the sewer still like from like Roman times or whatever? Yeah. Isn't the sewer like 2,000 years old? I don't know if they use like a modern sewer, if they just keep using that, but you can smell it. It's nice and fermented just for you. Anyway, uh, I see like uh, this other gelato shop. I'm like, cool, they have a trash can. So I like walk in. It's like this very narrow. It's probably like one and a half meters wide and maybe four or five meters deep. Okay, okay. Please translate for us Americans here. Put that into freedom units. It's like maybe seven feet wide and four or five yards like long. Okay, thank you. And uh, I walk in, I see the trash can and I throw my uh, like empty gelato cup in there. And uh, my hands like have a little bit of uh, gelato on them because it melted over. So uh, 
I walk in a little deeper to grab some uh, napkins to wipe my hands off. And the lady at the bar yells, no, you're not getting any. Get out. This is not your house. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'll, I'll just go somewhere else then, I guess. You slowly backed out. I, like, well, I don't want to get stabbed. So, <laughs> or get gelato thrown at me, make my sticky hand situation worse by having gelato on my shirt. <laughs> so, uh, I just go to the fountain and I just wash my hands there. Because, like, they, at the... Like, like, like a public fountain? You just, like, walk up to a public fountain and just dip your hands Yeah, they have, like, public fountains, but off to the side, they're, like, these spigots that come off that, like, pour a little water into, like, the sewer, basically. Okay. Or, like, some sort of, like, water drainage. So you didn't go and desecrate a fountain? <laughs> no. But I probably should have. But anyway. <laughs> like, how, like, the fountain things work where, like, you can get water in Rome is uh, you can put your thumb on the bottom of it where the water comes out like a normal spigot and it comes off like a little special hole on the top and it sprays out like a uh, real thin uh, spurt of water that's sort of like a regular water fountain in America. Except you have your thumb on the way. No, on the bottom, on the top of the spigot. You really have to see a picture or a video of it to like get it. It's weird. Is it not just like a normal water spigot where you just twist the top and water comes out? No, the water is always coming out of the spigot. Oh, it's always coming out. Yeah, so you just put your thumb on the bottom and the pressure from the water kicks it out of a different hole, like a bit above like the hole on the bottom. Okay. It's pretty cool. So we spent a few days in Rome. We went to the uh, Vatican Museum and the actual like cathedral. And that was really it. And the uh, forum. You didn't visit the shortest railway in the world? I did not. It was too hot and I couldn't think straight and it was a very long walk. Oh, that's lame. Vatican yeah. City's got a lot of nifty things for an area half a square kilometer. Yeah, I went to the post office though, so I can check the, that off my list. Did you buy a bunch of Vatican City stamps? I did not. I didn't have any money on me. Aww. We've already gone over how he doesn't have money. Yeah, well I had a little bit of money, but I wasn't like thinking about buying some stamps. France didn't give you any spending money for in Italy, for like souvenirs and things? Uh, they gave me a little bit, but I had some money on me from uh, when I went to Europe before, that where I it was in the Eurozone. Oh, I, I still have my money from my previous trips to Italy. I didn't have much money, only like 35 euro. But I, I think I spent most of it on like a couple other things. I think, I, yeah, I bought some gelato for everyone. <laughs> so here I am, uh, don't know what year, how euros convert. <laughs> A euro is a little bit more than a dollar. Okay. Things in Italy are fairly cheap. It's like Bakersfield. Maybe a little bit more expensive. <laughs> the whole country is like Bakersfield. <laughs> well, price-wise. Some places are a bit more expensive because it'd be like that, but... Some places are more expensive. Some places are less expensive. I'm just describing any city in the world. Yeah. But, and, like, food... Like, if to get, like, a plate of food is, like, maybe... 10 to 13-ish euro. Probably a bit more, but it's a decent price to eat there. The Vatican Museum is okay. The Forum is all right. Like, it's literally just a bunch of, like, beat-up old buildings that are just, like, by the wayside. You just walk by it, and you're like, wow, this is where Caesar walked. It's hot. I'm going to go home now. <laughs> 
the actual cathedral of Vatican is 100% worth it, but you have to go like fairly early. This is the Sistine Chapel, or is this something else? Uh, I went to the Sistine Chapel the day before I went to the actual cathedral of uh, the Vatican. The chapel is like off to the side by the museum. Okay. The chapel is okay. The entire ceiling is copyrighted, so you can't take any pictures of it. What? I Who know. Who owns the copyright? Michelangelo painted it like 700 years ago. But they Who restored wrote? it, so that's how they got the copyright on it for 25 years. Fuck and that off. was in the 90s. That's... So it's coming to a close. No. <laughs> that is so stupid. That's just how Italy is. It's just that really is... fucky. <laughs> that is so stupid. I'm going to copyright this 700-year-old painting by, like, washing it with, like, a bucket of water or whatever. They literally did it with a bucket of water and, like, a sponge. It was that easy because it was, like, normal so paint. Stupid. Yeah. Easy as one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. The Sistine Chapel really is just, like, it's the it's the Sistine Chapel. You've seen pictures of it. It's good enough. No, isn't it, like, isn't it always nicer to see things, like, in person? It's, like, I'm, I can look at the Mona Lisa online, but I'm sure, like, seeing it in person is, like, a different experience. Yeah, it's like you're looking at the Mona Lisa and you're like, wow, there are way cooler paintings in this room than the Mona Lisa. Like, like Grant said, a different experience. <laughs> you're right, but... Yeah, I guess I that's I where like people there's... come from. Because I wasn't, like, genuinely impressed, like, wowed, like... Oh my god, I've finally seen the Sistine Chapel, my life's goal. I don't know, I always think it's, like... I, don't know, I think seeing it in person is like a different thing than just looking at it online because yeah i can look at the sitting chapel with like much greater detail than i ever could with my eyes but that's not the same thing as being there i think like that experience is like worth it but just like being there and seeing it with your own eyes is just a completely different thing than looking at it online yeah i guess i was just like hot and pissed off a little bit so I was just like, I'm not really feeling looking at the Sistine Chapel. How are you not used to the heat? You lived in Bakersfield for like, what? It's like, years? it was just the worst. Because it <laughs> comes off the pavement too. Well, you used that from Bakersfield, but I don't know. It, it, the, hit, the heat out there just hits different. <laughs> it should just hit different. just hit different. <laughs> the heat just hits different out there, man. Whatever you say. The Vatican is 100% worth it. Even though I've seen like some of the things that are in the Vatican, but seeing it in real life was like, wow, this is actually amazing. This is worth it. Did you see any of the, uh, what's the name of the red bishops? The ones that- The cardinals? Cardinals, yeah. I don't, I think I'm seeing a couple cardinals there. I saw a couple cardinals in Florence. Okay. And I think I saw a bishop in uh, Venice. You can see bishops anywhere. Those yeah. those aren't like special. That's true. There's bishops in America. That's not yeah. Yeah, there's bishops there's everywhere. There's a bishop outside this window. <laughs> well, there's a bishop yeah, in Fresno. Like... It's not that far. Yeah, there's four bishops in this room. I don't know what's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are four bishops on the uh, chess table. But that was the joke. Oh shit! You you got it. <laughs> Good job. Claps for Simon. It took me. It took me a bit. But uh. Like, being at the uh, Vatican is, like, feeling like you're dead and that you've gone to the pearly gates or heaven or your preferred afterlife. Because, like, I don't know, just, like, walking through and just looking at, like, the grandness of uh, the Vatican and, like, 
hearing like the quiet organ like seep up through your body is just like it's something else so the shadow realm yeah it came through me and I heard the voice of God and he said I'm sorry but you're dead so after Rome, we went to Capri because my dad is the bougie one of the bunch, really. And uh, Capri is sort of like the Beverly Hills of Italy. <laughs> so it's like the movie star like area. Yeah, like people who like are rich and famous go there, I guess. But like, I don't care. Like no one in my family like really cared. It's a beautiful place. But like... I don't think any of us were like, I'd go here again because I'm bougie and I want to see like a movie star or whatever. It's really Hollywood Boulevard. Did you make a Capri Sun joke while you were there? I wish I did. Simon, you disappoint me. I know. Capri's real, Capri's just real different. That's all I can really say. It's real pretty. We uh, saw Jason Statham four times in one day, but not at Capri. Wait, wait, wait. You saw Jason Statham four times in one day? Yeah. I guess technically three, but who gives a shit? Where did you see him three times in one day? Uh, south of Capri and north of Positano. Because my dad is... My dad is just super bougie. So he rented, like, a, a boat, like, tour from Capri just a bit south, of, like, near... Uh, like, on the other side of the peninsula from Sorrento. I know where Sorrento is. That's where the olives come from. Right. And they also have a lot of uh, lemons. They have like these giant lemons that are like half the size of your head. It's wild. But um, it the boat people took us to uh, this restaurant that's in like a nook on the coast. And like, I guess you can either get there by car or boat. But I guess boat is like the preferred way because like a water taxi will come out and like take you to the restaurant. So, uh, on the way to that restaurant, we saw him on jet skis with, like, his wife. How close were you to recognize him if he was on a jet ski? Fairly close. He was probably, like, uh, 20 yards away, 20, 30 yards. He was just splashing water on your family. <laughs> no, he just, like, zipped by and we're like, is that fucking Jason Statham? Yeah, I never would have been able to recognize someone at that distance on a jet ski. Well, just like, this is a bald person who looks like I, I've seen that bald person before. Do you not know many numbers of bald people? No, well, I know my grandfather. He's bald. Plus one. <laughs> <laughs> so at least two bald people. Anyway, I don't think that's really important. But like, everyone in my family was like, shit, it was Jason Statham. <laughs> so we went to the restaurant. We ate. It's good. We went back down to like the water taxi to like take it back. And the guy told us, like, to wait there. And uh, he sort of, like, stood there. And then we, like, kind of, like, looking around, like, oh, what the fuck is he waiting for? And we look behind us. And we see Jason Statham in, like, uh, aviators and, like, a bucket hat. There's, like, a red and white striped bucket hat. Running down the stairs to, like, uh, the water taxi. didn't get to not get seen by anyone, but we saw him. And we, my mom, t- like, said, we liked you in a snatch. <laughs> and he's like, that's the cool. movie you then, pick Snatch that's the movie my mom picked <laughs> Snatch Snatch is a great movie he was good in that movie um, I mean he was good but that's taxi... the movie that I'd say immediately well Prime I think was. it'd be best to go for like an old movie he was in 
you'd be like, oh, this person like knows who the fuck I am. I guess. So he goes up to like his yacht. And uh, Do you take he, any pictures I guess of him? he I didn't. No, we didn't. Aw. You missed like we every opportunity, like, Simon. Well, we none of us had phones on us. You just went to like a restaurant. How do you not have phones on you? None of us took any phones to the boat. What? We don't. We didn't want to like worry about dropping into the water. Whatever. Your whole family's weird. Yeah, we're we're weird. My dad's the weirdest one. That's why we went to Capri. And uh, he goes to like the his yacht, and he gets his kid and comes back, and we see him again. And my mom mentions another film, and he's like, "Cool." He says like, "Cheers, man." He goes off to like the restaurant to eat like a normal person, and that's sort of like the end of that leg. Uh, no, it isn't. So uh, to get to Capri, which is an island off of Naples, you have to obviously go to Naples and get a taxi from the uh, train station or however you got to Naples to the ferry station to take the ferry to Capri. Okay, I so didn't know it was an we, island. I thought it was actually like that was like a peninsula. No, well, there's a peninsula next to it, but it's an island off the peninsula. Okay. We uh, are at the ferry station in Naples, and we're like, Naples is, like, extremely run down. Like, imagine, like, New York and, like, the industrial era, like, all the Italians have moved there, and, like, you see, like, just shit everywhere, and just, like, the clothes on the clotheslines and everything's all, like, squished together, and, like... Everyone's just, like, aggressive, I guess. That's sort of what Naples is like, but, like, today. So it's really sketchy. So we get picked up by this guy for the taxi. And we're driving a little bit, and he's talking about how, like, he has a cousin in America, and he owns pizza, like, a pizza thing in Seattle, and, like, he owns, like, a share in it. And he asks us, oh, have you guys been to Naples before? And we're like, no, not really. And, uh... He's like, do you guys want any pizza while you're here? Since you guys have a few hours before the train leaves? And we're like, sure. So he uh, takes us to like this important cathedral in Naples, which is surprisingly really cool. He takes us there and we leave the car with the bag, without the bags that we brought. And like he just sits by the car and just talks like a couple people while we're in the cathedral. And then we come back and he takes us... uh, to a couple places that are like too full. So he takes us to like this place that I guess he knew the owners of. So like they're not open yet, but he talks to them to like let us in and he, they let us in. And we have some Neapolitan margarita pizza and it was really good. Super cheap too. We got like two pizzas and three beers for 21 euro, which is absolutely ridiculous. Like let me convert 21 euro to. America. Get an exact amount. To like show you the bullshit that is Italian prices. So you got a beer too while you were in Italy? You did say three. Yeah. Had a be- had beer several times. It's twenty three dollars in America. I don't know. How much is like medium pizza like Pizza Hut? Isn't it like seven bucks? No clue. I wouldn't know. I don't know. It seems like about like the right price. Twenty three bucks for pizzas and beers. I guess I'm just too used to paying too much for things. I mean, yeah, you live in, like, richy rich part of California. I know, I don't like it. Anyway, uh, that was very nice. He was surprisingly trustworthy, given that Naples is very trash. So we went to Florence. 
And Florence is, it's a lot like uh, Paris, but a lot more toned down, I guess you could say, in like the speed. Like, it's just a lot more college town. So you see a lot of uh, American students and a lot of uh, like Chinese and Korean students there. So it's just a tourist hotspot. Yeah, but there's a lot of students too. Uh, we went to the Uffizi. The Uffizi is like really okay. I'm not a big Renaissance art person. So it's like, there's like a few important things by like Botticelli, like uh, Venus. And can't believe I'm blanking on like some of the other stuff. The only thing I know about the Uffizi is that it's a wonder in Civ 5. Yeah. That's sort of like why I was like, I need to go here because it's a wonder in Civ 5. You can <laughs> check that off the list of places I've been that are wonders in Civ 5. Gamer objectives. <laughs> we ate a lot of McDonald's in Florence, and that's where I had to speak the most Italian. Ironically, was at McDonald's. <laughs> Why did you guys go to McDonald's in Florence, of all the restaurants? Because we were really tired. <laughs> like, we just, like, crash, and then, like... We'd be like, oh, it's 8 o'clock, nothing's open except for McDonald's. What do they call a quarter pounder in Florence? Probably a Royale. A battle Royale. But I didn't get any quarter pounders because they had this, this, this thing in Italy called the country chicken. And it's really good. And I don't know why they sell it in America or why they don't sell it in America. Because like this con- it's a country, it's a country roll. And uh, as a grilled chicken, bacon, lettuce, this weird like mayo-based red sauce that I wouldn't know the name of. And like only one time I had like these French onion bits on it, but it was really good with it. And it's just really good. I'm sure you can order that at a McDonald's. Maybe without, not with the French onions, but like everything else sounds like a real just menu item. Maybe. My dad, on top of being bougie, is a scooter fanatic. Like, old Italian scooter fanatic. Oh, that's meant like Scooter the Band. No. The vehicle. Oh, okay. So. It's like motorized scooters or like push scooters? Yeah, motorized like like a Vespa. Oh, like a Vespa. I, I remember seeing those at your house when I did come <laughs> over. Yeah, only he uh he was more of a Lambretta person. Well, is more of a Lambretta person. He has one. Um... It was, that was like probably the highlight of the trip for me was just driving through uh, Tuscany on a scooter going like 40 kilometers an hour. Okay, what's that in miles per hour? Not that much. I'm going to keep it real (laughs) with you, Chief. But my sister was the only one who wiped out. Ooh. Did you laugh? (laughs) I was like, I don't know what I should have expected. I don't know, you're only going like 10 miles an hour, so probably wasn't that bad. No, we were going like 20 at that point, so I looked at it later, and 20 is 12, so I guess 40 would be 24. But, uh, yeah, she fucked up her hand pretty okay. She didn't break anything, thank God. But, uh, like that day, I had some beer, like at a restaurant, and I was like a little buzz, and I went down like a gravel hill downhill, so I was surprised I didn't wipe out. But my sister like did the same thing, but without any alcohol. So I think she's just not good or just terribly unlucky. <laughs> she's not gamer enough. She's not a gamer. Doesn't play enough Mario Kart. What else did we do in Florence? We really just walked around. Florentine people are 
well, at least Florentine like business people slash business owners are interesting in that they'll uh, they'll talk to you. Like if they're like at a restaurant, they happen to be sitting next to you and they know that like you're an American, then they'll like talk to you and have like a regular conversation and then like drop like, hey, you should come to my store, like partway through the conversation. In English or in English. In Ooh, OK. No one in my family speaks Italian. My dad pretends he can speak Spanish, and he pretends that Spanish and Italian are the same language. <laughs> what they aren't? I wonder why they call them Spanish and Italian, and not just Spitalian. <laughs> Abbreviated to spit. <laughs> spit. Anyway, I guess he, he didn't really try any of that shit, because I think he knew that I would know. Because <laughs> even though I don't speak Italian, I could like know that he was bullshitting. <laughs> and then like speak faux Italian at that person like just really just French at them <laughs> speak angry French at them pardon moi je n'aime pas cette uh, royale avec fromage in English <laughs> excuse me I don't like this quarter powder with cheese <laughs> he's talking about something completely different and that's how you respond to him yeah I mean, I gave it my best shot, like, whenever I was, like, ordering something to, like, say it in Italian, because Italian isn't hard to read, like French. Hmm. There's no extra consonants at the end of every word? No, it's, it all ends with uh, vowels, for the most part. Let's see, how bad is your American accent? Because I know from speaking with people in other languages, I've got a really strong American accent that I can't shake. So how bad is yours? Um, I was in an Italian club in high school when I went to Carmel, and we had an Italian exchange student, and she told me that I had a French accent when I spoke Italian. So I don't know how I figured that out, but apparently that's how I sound in Italian. Okay. But that was like several years ago, so I think my Italian is just way worse as well. Hmm. Of course, my Italian wasn't good then either. The ultimate deception. <laughs> Make the Italians think you're French. <laughs> so after Florence, we went to Venice. And Venice is really something else. It's a little overrated, I think. It's not really romantic. It's just like, at least in the summer, it's just miserably hot. And there's just like tourists of the wazoo. And like, you can see like all the uh, cruise ships like going in and out of the city. Yeah, it feels like the wrong time of the year to go to Venice due to this number of tourists. Yeah, there's just a lot of people there. So it made it, like, not really fun to be in. Well, all the canals to swim in, you think you'd be nice and cool and the heat wouldn't matter. I wouldn't trust the canals if I were you. You can swim everywhere you go. You don't have to walk anywhere. <laughs> Simon, why don't you trust the canals? <laughs> just jump on in. The water's fine. <laughs> I don't know. They don't smell trustworthy. Plus, I don't know where the sewer lines go. I'd bet there is none, and it's all septic. Yeah, whatever. Um, I don't really have much to say about Venice. It's just a pretty city. Yeah, Venice is just insanely pretty. It's just, just the old world charm that you would expect. Shouldn't have a nice gondola ride while you no, were there. No, it's 80 euros. You guys did nothing in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I said I could talk about this for maybe 30 minutes. 
You just went places and pointed like, hey, look, there's that thing. The wow, actor. it's the Pope. Whatever. Do you guys sing like the song? The moon hits you. I like a big pizza. No, but I they like... were playing that in Capri. Capri, not in Venice? Not in Venice. Whatever, Simon. I did watch the torture dance in Capri, which is a massive JoJo reference, and I did. Oh, um, yeah. I did listen to Venice's theme in Venice from Civ 5. Uh, one more thing about Italy. Like, how was the food? Like, what kind of restaurants did you go to? Oh, there are only Italian restaurants in Italy, believe it or not. Whoa. I, I don't believe you. <laughs> like, there are like Chinese restaurants and like McDonald's. There are no other like fast food. There's only McDonald's, at least from what I saw. Not every restaurant is Italian, is it? Just about. Every single one just serves It's like a solid and... 80% of the restaurants are Italian. Or well, Italian cuisine. They may not be owned by Italians, but it's Italian cuisine nonetheless. Fair enough. Because I, I spent like, a week driving around Northern California and Oregon. And like every kind of restaurant under the sun just exists in California. I know. It's almost like there are more than one people group that lives in America. Well, in Italy, there are Italians. Listen to this Casa Pound, motherfucker. Italy for Italians? There are a lot of migrants there. They're only, like, mildly annoying. Like, they will come up to you and be like, buy my shit, please. Even if you're, like, in a restaurant. Like, they'll come up into the restaurant and, like, be like, you want to buy some bracelets? Do they have, like, the briefcase with legs from that one Twilight Zone episode? No, they just have, like, all their, like, stuff on them. In, like, a trench coat? No, like, it's just on their person, like, you can see it. Or they'll, like, these weird African things that they're, like, selling. And they'll come up to you and ask you for the time for no reason. I mean, the Italians didn't seem to pay them any mind, so I guess they're cool. Like, some of them are just, like, chatting, like, hey, neighbor, like, how are you doing today? Peddling your stuff as usual? So, like, I guess they'd have, like, a regular relationship with them, which is respectable. Fair enough. But, like, if they're all just Italian places, was that where, like, all of them just, like, of standard quality? Or any of them yeah, like, there's like standard to good quality. Or any of them like extraordinarily good or No, extraordinarily there were bad. there were a couple that were like really good. And there none that were like truly bad. Like pretty much most restaurants will be like pasta, pasta with fish, pasta with meat, meat and and or fish. Pasta with pasta. Pizza. <laughs> pasta with pasta. Pasta with cheese. Pasta with sauce. That sort of thing. Wow. Who would have thought pasta with sauce? Meat inside pasta, pasta inside meat. Add everything under the sun. Towards the end, it started getting uh, uh, petto di pollo alla, alla milanese a bit more often. It's just fried chicken. It's just Italian fried chicken? It's literally Italian fried chicken. I think it's even like in Mexican cuisine too. You know, I'd have to double check that. Because I think I see milanese and... Spanish, well, Mexican restaurants. They might have just gotten it from Spain. Well, from Milan. It's a Mil- Milanese dish. But they did control They did control Milan for a while, so that's probably where they got it from. I would say Italian food is, it's good. Yeah, it's definitely in, like, top ten. Both foods. in America and in Italy. It's a, it's a top ten food. It's probably my top five. It'd be in my top three. <laughs> What is your top three foods in no particular order, Sam? That's a tough question. American. (laughs) Italian. That's about it. 
<laughs> How do you define American food? I guess the two genders, Italian and American food. I just think uh, burgers. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I guess chicken strips also qualifies American food for you. Hey, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I can't think of where else you would qualify it. <laughs> there are places in Italy where you can find that. I think there was only one restaurant we went to where like, you could get chicken strips. You went to a restaurant specifically for chicken strips? No, but they were on the menu. They were a bonus. Sure. Yeah. Well, that restaurant also had a bar, so it's probably why they had the chicken strips. That doesn't make any sense to, to me. To suck up some beer. Chicken strips and beer is not a combo that I oh. usually think of. Speaking of chicken strips and beer, <laughs> uh, on the last day of Venice, we're like, we had to like be out of the hotel, but like we couldn't go anywhere, so we went to a pub. Yeah, so we went to a pub. It took us forever to find it again. And at the pub, I had two beers, and. Uh, and I was like really feeling the effects of the beer because they were like proper like beer. It was a light beer, but it was like a proper like portion size of beer. It wasn't like just a bottle of beer. It was like the full like glass full of beer. Oh, was it actually like a full pint? I don't know if it was a, I don't know how big a pint is to be frank, but. Uh... You're not well up on your imperial measurements? No. So think of a half liter. It's just a, it's a little more than a half liter. If you want to live in this fantasy metric world. Well, numbers are fantasy. It was around a pint. In the ballpark of a pint. I couldn't tell you for sure. But I had two of them. Before eating, and then I ate. And, like, I was at the point where, like, my whole body felt numb. And it was a little hard to walk. So, I had to, like, trek across Venice in the heat. <laughs> and... I was sitting in the hotel lobby, like, waiting for, like, the water taxi to pull up. And I realized right there, oh shit, I have to act normal <laughs> and I have to get into a boat with luggage. So I wrote to like my friends. I don't know. I don't think I'd ever be that comfortable to drink like two beers with my family. I don't have that kind of like relationship with them. Well, I was feeling a little comfortable. Okay, here's what I said. Note, I've had two big boy beers before eating and I'm feeling it. Also, I'm about to try and climb onto a boat with luggage. <laughs> Is a farewell note. Last will. <laughs> My last will and testament as I drown in Venice. Swims in the canal while drunk. Yeah, I... <laughs> the wombo combo. <laughs> I'd beer like two times in Venice, and then uh, I'd beer like a couple more times in other parts of the world. So beer is your preferred alcoholic beverage? Yeah. So what would you say your alcohol tolerance is? Um, pretty okay. I, like, the first time, like, I got buzzed, I had four shots of vodka, and I was okay. I wasn't as drunk as I had those two beers. Okay. So I don't know if it was just, like, it had gone, like, a little weak. Or if it was just, like, I was hot and I had not had to eat, had anything to eat, and I would like, Maybe like three bottles-ish worth of beer. Maybe. Grant, have you had anything? Of, of course. <laughs> so He just admitted to it. I just admitted to it. So, uh, 
I'm trying to think of ever drinking outside of a Yu-Gi-Oh context. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I've had my grandfather makes his own wine. So when we went to visit him, I had a couple glasses of wine with him, and I've had like glasses of champagne with my parents. But so at school, a lot of people I play Yu-Gi-Oh with are significantly older than me, because like I'm like my friend Beto, he's like married with kids. So whenever we play Yu-Gi-Oh, he'll always have like just beer or like a dark liquor. I'm trying to think if I've ever actually drank and, and not immediately then played Yu-Gi-Oh. Because I have other friends who buy alcohol. So like uh, I told you about the time when we uh, stole a bunch of steaks and just bought some beers. Yeah. Yeah. So I prefer wine. I think wine tastes a lot better than beer. And I think, like, dark liquor tastes a lot better than beer. But beer is just what everyone buys. And it's just the cheapest thing. Yeah, it's just easy to buy on bulk. Yeah. I like uh, beer with, like, a bit fl- a bit more uh, flavor, though. Like, I like Mike's Hard Lemonade more than, like, Bud Light or Coors. And I like Modelo's quite a lot. Just because they have more flavor. I don't, ever have I don't know what beers beer. I had in Italy. I just had, like, light beer. Okay. Do you have it, like, on tap? Like, a local beer? I don't know. I don't know what beer I had. <laughs> you just have I just asked for a light beer, and they're like, okay. And then they gave it to me, and I drank it, and I was like, damn, this is good. Hmm. I had an IPA, and I hated that. It was hmm. gross, and I like could barely like put it down. But I powered through it. Fair enough. It, Italy has really good wine. I prefer Italian wine to American wine. Because American wine is like aggressive. But Italian wine is just like there's a little bit of alcohol, so you can just like drink it. What's the and percentage just of Italian wine then? Do you know the proof? No, I didn't look. It's probably like eight. That's low. I know my grandfather's was a bit over twenty. That's a lot. That's like <laughs> some heavy duty shit. It's uh, I don't know. Like vodka. Like my roommate had like a massive thing of raspberry vodka, and that was forty. Okay, we had some Sandra basically. Because I know wines teeter around, like, maybe around 10 to 15. Anyway, Italian wine is just milder than American uh, wine, so I prefer it. Makes sense. I had mead in Sweden when it was hot. Yeah, it was a little rough on me. I, like, was really tired after that. (laughs) After just one mead. Mead is, like, beer, but, like... A bit thicker, and it tastes a little different. Isn't it made of? But it honey? tastes it, it tastes like beer. Yeah, it's made of honey. It tastes yeah, so like beer. Be, yeah, though. I feel like it would be thicker and sweeter. That's what it. And in my mind, that's what it would be. But I've never had it before. Yeah, I'd recommend it. I prefer cider though. Cider's real good. Oh, Grant, I was asking you on your alcohol stuff, specifically what your tolerance was. I've never gotten actually drunk before you the, haven't hit your limit no because i've always me neither i've always i always tell people i'm a lightweight and don't know if that's actually true and i'm scared to find out just because just because i don't know what my tolerance is so i've always just drank under it so the most i've ever had trying to like the most i've ever had there was a couple glasses of dark liquor and like two modellos i never had that much trying to think i don't know how to like equivalent it 
into like a measurable like unit. You really can't. I don't know how to like turn like glasses of liquor into like shots worth or like percentage of alcohol because I don't know that number. I've never drank in that much. Normally it's just me and my friends cracking like a bunch of beers over a long period of time. Understandable. I thought you were gonna say you're you're scared because you don't know what kind of drunk you are. <laughs> I don't know that either, but I'm less scared about that than just being drunk and then not being in control of what I'm doing. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's why I don't want to drink too much. That's why I also don't like roller coasters because I don't like the feeling of not being in control. But I don't know. I probably will get drunk someday, but it just never happened yet. Someday I mean, I turned 21 in uh, October, so we can have this arranged over winter break. <laughs> if I ever come to see you in Santa Barbara... It's Modelo time. I do enjoy Modelos. They have a nice flavor, especially with lime. I've never had one, so we can work that out. They're cheap. You can get a 24-pack for, like, 28 bucks. It's really That's cheap. not bad. Yeah. Sam, have you had alcohol yet? Yeah, you've been biggest for like this entire time. <laughs> Nothing of significance has happened. <laughs> really? There's not many massive parties at CSUB? <laughs> nope. Only like one new work story, that's about it. And it's also a short one. So it's just another day at work being on the register, as I usually am. Just checking people out, and then checking, like, this one lady out, and she asked me uh, where I was from, or if I was from Bakersfield. I was like, yes, I'm from Bakersfield. Cause, and then she goes, oh, because you have a southern accent. I'm like, <laughs> um, okay. That's just the accent of Bakersfield. Like, I don't know anything about accents. <laughs> or at least I don't think of mine as a southern accent what is in my mind a southern accent <laughs> yeah i don't know whenever you tell me this story i think you like mentally switch to a more southern accent because whenever you tell this story i noticeably like hear you more southern than you normally are i mean i did it on purpose this time yeah i mean sometimes i catch myself with like a little bit of a southern accent when i'm talking we all secretly want to be southern <laughs> No, I think it's just how Bakersfield is. Yeah, Bakersfield is a very southern place. Yeah, because I was told that in San Francisco one time by a shop clerk. They're like, oh, where are you from? And I was like, I'm from California. I'm from Bakersfield. And he's like, oh, I thought you are from the south. They have a southern accent. <laughs> no one's ever told me I had a southern accent, but I people have told me that I've got a very American accent. It, it is just America's accent. America's got like a few accents, though. I feel like it's just the accent, though. Yeah. Not like the standard, hello, I am an American. My name is George Washington. I work in a car factory in Detroit accent. So, yeah, that's about everything of significance that happened here. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's a regular day in Bakersfield. I think I got another fake 100, but that's about it. Fake 100? Yep. Counterfeit? Looked at it. I was like, I don't think so. Oh, money. 
I was confused. Grant's <laughs> <laughs> not keeping it 100 out here. <laughs> I had no idea what you're talking about until you put up your hands in that, like, I'm holding money kind of pose. <laughs> <sighs> Where were you thinking? Or did you not even know? I mean, you said fake 100, and I'm like, what could this possibly mean? Is this, is this a video game? Is this more of your anime Discord? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this waifu is a fake 100. <laughs> <laughs> I was tricked. <laughs> counterfeit waifus on the discord <laughs> server simon when are you gonna send me david's cock oh i sent it in the mail uh saturday oh, okay we're just you gonna keep that out of context i feel like it's better that way <laughs> i really should have talked about that yeah that's a story you could have told while we were talking about italy but no well i'm forgetful <laughs> so in Florence like a lot of uh, well not a lot like you have to go to like a specific place to find that kind of shit is uh, they'll just have like things with uh, like Michelangelo's David's cock on it so they have like magnets they had shorts with like it on it and in Venice they like ex- they uh, expounded upon that and there were varying lengths to say the least on like but the statue only has one length I know, but they they had the extended edition on the uh, cooking <laughs> aprons. Of course. So, I should have bought one of those, but... Eh, whatever. We could probably find our own Amazon anyway. It's less funny that way. I guess. It's a good story, nonetheless. It's not short. <laughs> so as soon as it arrives, it's going right on Sam's fridge. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> This whole operation was your idea. No, I don't think my parents would appreciate that. That's, that's the point of the joke is that they wouldn't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be it for one day and one day only. <laughs> Goes in and out in the same way. <laughs> exactly. So, Sam, you have not yes. gone to any parties and or like consumed any sort of alcohol? I have never consumed any alcohol. I have gone to parties where there was alcohol, though. I just opted no. Were you like the designated driver, or were you just saying no? I just said no. Okay. Wasn't even driving anyone. Fair enough. Because one of my hesitations for drinking is I have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Oh. I'd rather not do that yet. Oh, I see. No, yeah, that makes sense. What is what is like non-alcoholic fatty liver disease? Um, like what does that entail? Like despite not having consumed any alcohol, my liver activity is already higher than normal. Oh. At least that's that's what I remember like them saying about it. That's a pretty good reason not to drink, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the only way to really combat it is um you know be more fit in general (laughs) uh just work out more yeah be healthy so preferably i should improve i should improve myself like like make myself more healthy before even attempting to drink 
Makes sense to me. Do you go to the gym and such, or are you just putting it off for now? <laughs> well, there is a gym available during the school year, so I might do that. Like, either show up, like, in the morning, like, a bit before classes, and just go to the gym there for, like, an hour or two. That's what I was thinking, at least for now. That's what a lot of my friends do, because our school's got a, it's like a three-story gym. It's quite, got quite a lot of facilities. It's a, it's a nice complex. Ours just has two stories. <laughs> I never wake up early enough to do that, but most of my friends will go to the gym like at midnight, just because that's when they're all awake. Simon, do you ever go to the gym? Aren't you like 130 pounds? You're tiny. No, I weighed myself in the Venice airport, and I came out <laughs> 75 kilos, which is 165. Okay, so normal. Yeah. I should probably, like, get on an actual scale and, like, actually, like, weigh myself. Not on, like, a scale for baggage. so so the venice airport you're standing on the baggage like where yeah i was because like (laughs) i mean you're standing in this line for like another 20 minutes i better you know find something to do (laughs) just weighs itself (laughs) what else are you gonna do (laughs) i'm already standing maybe we'll just do something else fair enough and i'm still just slightly above 180 but I'm slowly getting better with this. You've been looking good in previous years. What? I said you've been looking, like, better in these previous years, looking good. Oh, yeah. Like, high school was awful for me. That was when I was, like, at my absolute worst. Like, this one, like, in one of the instances where I talked about for Florence, where, like, people just, like, talk to you to, like, rip their store, this was, like, one old, probably gay Italian guy said, I'm way too serious. Wait, you're way too serious, or he was way too serious? I'm way too serious. Uh, why so serious? Yeah, pretty much. He's told it to me, like, several times. <laughs> Did you of course, he made the mistake of trying to initiate conversation with me, and I don't talk to people I don't know. So I just, like, tried to end the conversation as soon as I, like, humanly could. It's probably why I didn't, like, build a good rapport with him. So you're just mean to this old Italian man. No, he's just like, he said, nice shoes. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> just like immediately just feel a death blow to that conversation. I don't know. I think talking to people like in Italy would just be fun. But yeah, like, we had a person. good conversation with them. What was he trying to sell you? I just some fashion. Okay. A brand new car. <laughs> you didn't buy into any of the Italian fashion while you were there? Nope. Ah, sad. The Italian fashion is not yours. The only article of clothing I bought in Italy was a pair of shorts with uh, David's dick on it. <laughs> you actually bought the shorts? <laughs> I did buy the shorts. They were pretty cheap. I forgot how much they were, but they weren't that much. <laughs> did you buy the normal version or the extended edition? <laughs> the normal edition. I didn't see the extended edition until uh, Venice. Okay. (laughs) Extended edition available elsewhere. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is it not available in your country? 
And it was funny, while you were in Italy, I started listening to the band Zen Circus, and I was meant to, like, send you, like, songs of theirs, but I just never, like, remembered. I don't know, if you want to listen to some good Italian rock, I recommend Zen Circus. Italians don't really listen to Italian music. They listen to a lot of American music, because their music isn't that good. <laughs> That's just mean. Like, there's this one weird pop song where they were, like, ripping off the lyrics from, like, some other... They weren't ripping off the lyrics, they were ripping off, like, uh, the melody from, like, a different song, and you could really tell. Hmm. But, like, a Latin rhythm with it. It was just super weird. I was not having it. Okay. And there's a couple of Italian bands that I like, but America just does make a lot more music than the rest of the world. But I wouldn't say we're better than the rest of the world. Yeah. I guess our pop is better. Or what was playing on the radio was not really good in Italy. Or at least whatever they were playing in the stores wasn't good. Okay. Oh, yeah. In uh, Italy, like, the army is just everywhere. In, like, the oh. cities and stuff. Like, they have, like, the jeeps. And then they have, like... Like, you know when you're, like, in an outdoor thing and they have, like, places like places where you, like, buy food and they have, like, the weird little mini canopy thing? Yeah. They have those, but it has, like, Esercito written on it. What does that mean? I'm pretty sure it just means army in Italian. Because, I don't sure. know, Sam speaks more Spanish than me. What's uh, the Spanish word for army? I didn't learn that in school. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Google Translate time. <laughs> Senior level Spanish, how to start a military coup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this army. Oh, I didn't... In my Spanish 3, we made rice. Or <laughs> I made rice. And taught the class how to make it. <laughs> <laughs> you pour the rice into boiling water, and you wait. You also throw in some spices. So oh, why yeah. is the army just everywhere? That feels like... That feels like a police state. I don't know. Like, they're even in, like, the train stations and shit. Like, you don't get searched at the uh, train station. The army is just there. Does Italy have police? Or is it just the army? They have two polices. They have the police and the military police. And then they have oh. the army. Oh, so it's like three people with guns just everywhere. Yeah, three groups of people with guns just roaming around Italy. That's scary. Well, that's because they had the mafia. Oh, I mean, so do we, but like in like two cities now. Yeah, well, it was in like the bottom half of the country. Well, western side of the bottom half of the country. If only there was a word for that southwestern portion of a country. We'll be in Campania, Reggio e Calabria, and Sicilia. Look at this boy and his Italian words. See, si. Yo, parlo Italiano. <laughs> I'm willing to bet Simon has more stories about Italy that he just can't remember right now. That's my bet. You're, you might be right. <laughs> Watch after, like, we're done recording and, like, we end the call or whatever. Simon will be like, oh! <laughs> oh, wait.